Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> it's the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. That's Stacy. He's Pete. And if you hear any squeaking in the background, it's because we got a new chair this week and I can't sit still in it. Yeah. You're not supposed to be moving around, but it gives her the ability and she can't stop moving around. It's like a nervous tick. It is. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so if you hear it, if I can't edit the noise out, you know what it is. That's right. <laughs> so let's just get right into it. It's the return of the Cozy Club. Where we talk about the memories from our childhood that give us the warm and fuzzies. Mm -hmm. Recently, I talked about this meme that I had shared last week where the picture is the picture of the parachute that we all did as kids in PE class where the whole group will pull it over you and the parachute is over you like a giant bubble. And there was just a magical feeling about that. Yeah. And underneath that post, we had a lot of comments of people sharing other things from their childhood that made them feel cozy. Right. And we haven't done a Cozy Club episode in a while, so we thought it was about time. It is about time. I'm glad we're back here doing this. Yes. So you want to start? Yes. So Prism Poppy, they said, Scholastic Book Fairs. Books are still my friends. Yes. We get the Scholastic Book Fairs answer a good bit. With good reason. Yeah, absolutely. You'd go armed with, you know, for me, it was like with $5. And you'd try to come back with quite a few gems. Do you remember anything that you would get from the book fairs? No, not necessarily. I don't remember anything specific, but they used to do these at the place that I worked at before the place I'm at now. Mm -hmm. They would have a book fair and they'd have tons of books and then all like these little games and pens, like unique pens and things like that. It was fun. Yeah, I loved all the the little things like the rulers and the erasers and stuff like that. But then I also remember, you know, I do remember getting books, but then like the posters, unicorn posters. And I know a lot of the boys would get like a car poster, you know, with like some kind of sports car on it. Yeah. Things like that. I know I'm forgetting things right now, but there was something that just felt so special about getting to go and do that. Yeah, it was so unique. It was like for you. Right. And I I wonder if kids now would feel that way about something like that coming to their school, because I feel like nowadays there's so much for kids. There is, but I wouldn't discount that. I think there's still this aura of uniqueness and specialness attached to something like this because it doesn't happen all the time. I can still remember the first time I ever heard that it was coming. Yeah. And I don't know why I was excited, but I was very excited and it didn't let me down. So I would think that would still happen even if you have an iPad with YouTube. When I worked at a preschool, I don't know, like five years ago or something, there was a, I can't remember like what they called it, but there was a bus that would come and you could go check out books. It was like a library on wheels kind yeah. of thing. And the kids always thought that that was the best thing in the world. So right. we would go and, and they would all check out their book and they had to go see the driver and she'd check them out. And they thought it was just the coolest thing. And then we'd all go back to class and they'd get to sit and look at their book. Yeah. But then we had to keep up with it. <laughs> and like those would be the only books that would be on the shelf for that however long it, it was until they came back. I feel like they came every two weeks or something. Okay. But it was also a pain to try to get all those kids, especially like this was when I was an assistant director. So I wasn't 
weren't teaching. So I would just go and help. So I'd have to help like the younger kids go. Not, I mean, I think only maybe like three-year-olds was probably the youngest that went, but it was, it was hard getting some of those. Like toddler type kids <laughs> up but the steps to that thing. They'll probably still remember that, though. As excited as any of those kids were yeah. to have that book bus come, mm-hmm. I guarantee they'll remember that yeah. if it gets brought up later in their life. Because it was. It is still something special and something different that didn't happen all the time. Yeah. But man, what I would give to go back to a scholastic book fair. Yeah, and Especially get some like, like pencil tip erasers. Yes. You know. And like in the fall, there's something about that that oh, just yeah. feels, I don't know, the smell of books. It's just the best. I like it. All right. The next one is from Melinda. And she said, my treehouse that was in my backyard. Did you have one? No. I didn't either, but I had a tree that I would climb. That was dangerously tall, but I would go all the way to the top and it was like, that was essentially my treehouse. But I know it's different because I didn't have a structure up there, but yeah, it's a tree I would climb to go be alone. And I don't feel like I ever really had any friends that had one either. So I didn't really get to experience that. I think the closest thing that I had to that was when we had our cabin at the lake, there was this big bus that had just been left there by the previous owners. It was almost like the size of an RV. Mm-hmm. And I was determined to turn that thing into mine. And it was <laughs> going to be like a clubhouse type of situation. Right. So I like cleaned it up inside. And I really wanted to spray paint the whole thing like multicolor. You know, I don't think I ever got around to doing that. But I definitely would go in there and like read. and But it would be so hot. Yeah. And this bus had to be from like the, I don't know, 50s or 60s. Right. It was old, (laughs) (laughs) but it was great. There's probably all kinds of spiders in there. Most likely. And snakes probably. (laughs) Yeah. Just didn't see them, hopefully. Mm, Not there. Next one's from Kim. My fourth grade best friend's living room on a Friday night sleepover, playing duck hunt and eating pizza. Oh, I want to do that right now. I know. That sounds so magical. Uh, We talked about it, but Pete got me a Nintendo for Christmas. And so Christmas Day, we were playing Duck Hunt and Super Mario Brothers, Paperboy, Wheel of Fortune, all while drinking cocktails and trading off who was using the foot massager. (laughs) That's right. So that was like our own version of Cozy because it was this perfect combination of childhood mixed with adulthood. Yep. It was great. We should have a pizza night with video games. But like only old school video games. No TV. Well, we could have TV, but only like movies. Or yeah, TGIF, which we could do, you know, with all of our streaming services. Yep. Oh, that would be great. It would be. Let's do it. Let's do it this coming Friday. All right. It's a date. This is from Allison. Gas fireplaces. My grandparents had one when I was growing up and they had the coziest house. Mm. I could see like that feel and smell being very evocative, like coming around a gas fireplace again, just unlock that whole set of memories in your mind. Right. And especially if you didn't have one in your home. So you associated it with going to your grandparents, which is usually cozy anyway. Right. And then, yeah, equating all of that together. Absolutely. I almost killed us with our gas fireplace. You did. (laughs) Which is not cozy. No, but I saved us. You did. (laughs) It was traumatic. It was. Um, All right. Next one is from Michelle. She was thinking about the parachute. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking of this the other day. Loved it so much. Also, scooter ball was still fun, even though you ran over your own fingers. Remember that? (laughs) Oh, yes. I still remember the feel of sitting in that seat and like trying to steer with the handlebars. Yes. And you would always run into your friend and smash your fingers on the wheels. 
We also played crab soccer. Did you ever play that? Oh, where you had to walk on your hands and feet like behind you? Mm -hmm. I feel like I do remember that. I tried to do that as an adult, like in my 30s. It was really challenging from like a- Core. Yeah. The core strength standpoint Uh and it hurt my shoulders. I was just like, how did I do this? (laughs) Well, you were a lot lighter then probably and- Whoa. Oh, no, no, I don't mean it like that. I just mean because you were a kid. (laughs) Yes, that's true. (laughs) Lots of things. You're closer to the ground. (laughs) A lot of differences. Okay, Andrea or Andrea or Andrea. Andrea. (laughs) Sorry. Hopefully one of those was correct. I'm going with Andrea. All right. Like Andrea Zuckerman? Yes. Gabrielle Carteris. (laughs) You said Gabriel Carteris. Gabriel Carteris. (laughs) Carteris. <laughs> Sorry, a little throwback to our Beverly Hills 90210 trivia yes. episode. Anyway, she said, growing up, my cousins and I were very close. We are still close as adults. We used to have a ton of sleepovers and my oldest cousin would babysit us later on. We always had the best time making up dances, playing house and office, etc. As we got older, we would watch Snick. Snick? Snick was Saturday night Nickelodeon. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was always so fun. Being young with family, you know, yeah. it's like friends were a certain feel, but then, you know, you're, you'd get to hang out with your cousins. I had a, a lot of cousins that were in the area, mm-hmm. so we got to hang out quite a bit as kids. For me, I was the youngest grandchild and the, the next youngest was my sister, right? who was eight and a half years older than me. Yeah, so a bit of a gap. A bit of a gap. And I have lots of cousins, but they were all like 10 to 20 years older than me. Yeah. So it's funny. I I really kind of stood alone. I had a few second cousins that were closer in age, but they didn't live in town. So I didn't see them very much. I wasn't that close to them. So I'm kind of closer to my second cousins that are 10 years younger than me. Right. You know, I was the youngest as well, but I was a little bit closer. It's funny, though, like my cousins still call me Petey. (laughs) It's like there's a very small set of people that call me that. It's like my sister and my cousins. Yeah. You're right, though. There is something different about family. Yeah. The making up dances part, though, is something that resonated with me because I just think of being in our playroom, which was our basement, with my sister and our neighbors. Uh, Really, my neighbors were kind of the ones that felt like cousins to me in a way because Mm -hmm. it was different than like my school friends. Right. You know, and we would always be like putting on some kind of production in our basement. I like that she brought up playing office. Like I I forgot about playing office. Right. You know, doctor's office or I I feel like sometimes we'd play like business office. Yeah. Like here's your papers and your pens and. And school. School. Yep. Which is so funny to think like it was so fun to play school, except it wasn't as fun as being in school. No. Hated that. (laughs) Playing office was also uh, a big one at my house because we got to use those intercoms. (laughs) Yeah, you did have those. (laughs) What a great toy. Good thing my parents had those intercoms put in because... I mean, I think that we as children got the most use out of them. Yeah. Like from a functionality standpoint, probably not used that much other than as a toy. Right. Just very rarely would it be like, Stacey, come to dinner. uh, No, it was more like you have a phone call, Oh, you know, that kind of thing. Phone for you. But yeah, it was great times to play like hospital and like an office situation or school. Okay, next one is from Gamma Kitty and Me. What comes to mind of childhood cozy memories is watching the TV show back in the 90s, Unsolved Mysteries, Uh at nighttime and then running to my grandmother all scared. (laughs) From seeing the show, I would hug her arm and say, I'm scared of the aliens. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess the cozy feeling is the holding her arm, hugging her arm. Yeah. 
and that terrifying host. I mean, yeah. I was so terrified of Unsolved Mysteries and Rescue 911. Rescue 911 was also very scary. Mm -hmm. As was, what was the one, America's Most Wanted. Oh, yes. Terrifying. Oh, yep. I'm like, (laughs) I didn't want to know about this real stuff that was going on in the world. Right. Like if you watch America's Most Wanted, you are getting kidnapped. Yeah. No matter what you do. Okay. This one is from Margo. The Red Cups at Pizza Hut. They just hit different. That is it right there. It is. I I would take those cups now. I know. I want to get some. A Coke in one of those glasses. Yes. It couldn't taste better. You'd have that. And for us, because in general- We'd go to Pizza Hut when we had like a book it certificate. Uh-huh. So you get your personal pan pizza yep. and a Coke and a red glass. And hopefully I would get a quarter to go play Pac-Man on the side-by-side machine. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. We do have, well, I think maybe the Care Bears ones are the only glasses that we got that are from Pizza Hut. Because we got the Star Wars ones, but those I think were from Hardee's. Yeah, I think so. And the Smurfs one. I can't remember where that one was from. But anyway, I just getting the the other stuff from Pizza Hut too just makes me feel so cozy. That's a very good call, Margot. Also, there's this podcaster and author that I love named Danny Pellegrino, and he just released a book that's called How Do I Unremember This? Unfortunately, True Stories. It's all about his life and everything, but there's a lot of nostalgia thrown in there. But the point of me telling you this is that because I purchased his book, I was able to go to this link to get a free t-shirt. It's a Book It t-shirt. Oh, it's a Book It t-shirt? Yes. (laughs) So I'm waiting for that to come in the mail. I'm so excited about it. I'm sure this answer is no, and it's not disappointing if so, but does it come with the button? Oh, I don't know. I'll be pleasantly surprised if it does. Because you had that too, right? Like we'd have the yes. button and you'd, I think you'd put stars on it yeah, as you the, filled it out. That's what the shirt looks like is a one big button. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That is awesome. I know. This one's from Angela. My six-year-old had his first field day at school today and was all excited telling me about how they got out a big parachute that they all ran under. I nearly teared up in happiness for his first parachute experience. I'm actually tearing up right now. I know. That's wonderful. <laughs> I love that they still do it. And I, I love that it's still magical. It like carries on. Absolutely. What is it about that parachute? Listen, it would still be magical now. Promise me this, that whenever a bunch of us get together, however we do it, we have to have a parachute moment. I absolutely promise that we will do it. And if there's too many people to all fit under one, we'll get several parachutes. Or we just take turns. Or that. Like you had to when you were a kid. (laughs) Everybody has to be patient. Yes. All right. And the last one is from back in time, 1980s. Definitely walking through the doors of the local Toys R Us. It was like another world when you walked in there. It was so exciting. I can still see it in my mind's eye when I think about it. Yeah, like going there around Christmas time and then having my parents tell me to go away for a little while, I knew I would keep an eye on like what aisle they were going to. And I was like, that's the Star Wars aisle. I would be so (laughs) excited. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, and as the name of our podcast says, we don't want to grow up. We do not. We will always be Toys R Us kids. Jeffrey, (laughs) come with me to a place. (laughs) You'll be glad that you did. Okay. So that's it for now. Be sure and send us your childhood memories that give you the warm and fuzzies if you have any and you haven't shared yet. And I thought it would be nice if we end this with the king of cozy, 
the one and only Mr. Rogers. Mm. This was such a powerful moment. It was when he signed off on the final episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I'm just so proud of all of you who have grown up with us. And I know how tough it is some days to look with hope and confidence on the months and years ahead. But I would like to tell you what I often told you when you were much younger. I like you just the way you are. Oh, my God. What an angel he was. He was. Take care. Goodbye. Bye.